right, episode 15, you made it. You made it this far, everybody. Welcome. This is uh, this is Beyond the Barrels. I'm Matt Allred, the internal communications manager for UDOT. We're glad you're here. We're glad you keep tuning in. We're kind of getting um, a pretty fun following here. So we're going to keep doing it until the mob shows up and tells us to stop. So welcome back. We're glad you're here. Today, we've got Ivan Hartle. He is the director of financial programming for UDOT. Hi, Ivan. <laughs> Good morning, Matt. <laughs> Thanks for letting letting us come down and talk to you today. Thanks. It's uh, Ivan just gave me the rundown on on the financial programming versus programming. If you're the director of programming, people assume it's it's what kind of a job. Sounds like an IT job, unless you're a federal financial person, and then it involves money. So then we throw in the financial there, and hopefully it's more clear. Right. Ivan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How long have you been here? Why you dot? So I've worked for UDOT for about nine years now. I started in Richfield as the administrative services manager, moved up to Salt Lake uh, about six years ago, and I've been in the business information technologies group um, during that time. I recently have transitioned and starting to transition and drink from the fire hose and learn everything that I can on the financial side, the programming side from, from UDOT. Yeah, with the recent changes we've... Uh just kind of the restructuring. A lot of people have been thrown into new positions. You are one of them. I did get a get a chance to take one of those uh, one of those changing roles. You know, vacated roles from other people taking other jobs. And yep. yep. Well, good. Uh, where were you before UDOT? Well, before UDOT, I I worked at uh, several different companies. Some as short as a year, but um, the majority was in supply chain management, system logistics, things like that. Where I'd go in and work with a company. Uh, my favorite roles were when I could work it with a small company that would take a paper bound um, notepad and that was their financial system. That was their bill of materials tracking inventory management and convert that into something that they could build from and, and work with. And track. And track and know where they were at at any given time. So just before I started with UDOT, it was another company similar to that in Ute area in Richfield. And I worked for them for two years, and then the position came open in UDOT, and I've never looked back. I've loved it That's ever good. since. It's good. Um, why UDOT? You know, one of those things, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to be part of the UDOT team, and part of the reason is how much of an impact we have on the community. It, it doesn't matter who you talk to when you say, I work with UDOT. Pretty much everybody understands what you say. They may blame you for a city road because <laughs> yeah. they don't understand the difference between or a state the, road. Or the tracks train leaving at the wrong time. And definitely some <laughs> of that. However, they, they get a gist of what we do and the value of the, of the product that we have. And so it's great to be a part of that, of that program. Um, and today's discussion really ties directly into that. So thanks for the softball yeah, question. Yeah, no, this is good. And it, it's, it's kind of a good, a good transition here. Um, before we do that, though, I want to jump back to you personally for a second. Okay. Ivan, Ivan has a fun hobby. What's your hobby? I scuba dive. Is that yeah, what, what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Ivan I, scuba dives. I scuba dive in a fish tank. So it's a little more confined, but I've never been bit by more fish than inside a fish tank. 
of the thousands of dives that I've dove in the ocean, I get bit more in a fish tank than I do. So let me explain this. If you guys want to go onto the employee website, it's Utah.gov. you can go to the employee spotlight tab. And I think Ivan was maybe our second or third employee spotlight. Ivan, one of the fun things he does is he dives in the fish tank at Shields. If you've been there to Shields and in, in Draper and he cleans the fish tank. And uh, that's what he's talking about. He dives in this giant fish tank and waves at the kids. And and uh, we went in and filmed it and, and had a good time and talked to Ivan for a couple minutes about that fun hobby. But uh, we were just talking about scuba diving this morning and it's a hobby we share, but I have yet to dive in a fish tank. So <laughs> you let me know when and yeah, I'll take you. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, okay. So we're going to talk about, and I, and we kind of set up the question here. Uh, and I said the word tracks, which is a little bit of a softball here too. Um, in a way, we're going to talk about transit today. So Ivan, tell me, tell me what the UDOT public transit system is. So this is something that when I started this new role, we started talking about as part of my team, I have the public transit team. And uh, that was kind of a, a, a little bit of a surprise because I had just hadn't ever interacted with them. I didn't know what they were doing. And when you hear the word transit, you think of a different agency. And so as over the course of the last month, getting getting to work with the public transit team for UDOT and some of the really cool stuff that they that they do and the support that they offer for the citizens, um, it, it's really exciting to me. It's it, when you ask the question, why UDOT? Um, we help people. And that's exactly what this program does. This program is a federally funded program that supports and is available to seniors, disabled, and low-income citizens in their transportation activities. It can be things like the transportation to and from day-to-day -day work programs um, or even non-emergency medical events. Um, even as even as uh, things such as grocery shopping and the day-to-day -day activities that people need need to do, this this program can support that. The funding is is in both the operating costs of the groups, as well as asset procurement, like a new electric bus program in Park City that we're just working with. Now, none of these are owned and operated by UDOT. UDOT only is involved in. These programs. In these programs okay. as far as managing the financial, the federal grant management. So we receive applications. We we actually have to apply for the same kind of grants to the federal system. We we get issued this grant funding. Then we can turn around and offer that funding to areas uh, that support local area transit, such as Catch Valley Transit District, Park City Transit, Cedar City Area Transit, which I think is funny. That's CATS and Basin Area Transit System in Uinta Basin. And we just support them in their, in their accessing the federal grant funding. Um, some of these programs are pay-to-use systems. Meaning, and, meaning what? Like, what? Like, like, I get on the bus and I have to pay. Right. I mean, okay. you can almost look at, like, that Safe Star Agency we talked about yeah. earlier. There's a section in downtown where you can jump on and ride around for free. Yeah. And we, have, we support some of the transit systems like Park City that do the same free fare type of programs. And others, we have the pay-to-use kind of systems. Okay, so let's. I want to step back here a little bit um, and, and kind of just review this. So I, I want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly. So there are transit systems out there across the state, um, big or little. And we talk about Cedar City is going to be smaller, right? Park City is maybe going to be a little bit smaller. Uh, obviously... 
UTA here on the Wasatch Front is is large, but we're not necessarily talking about them here. But there are there's this program where seniors, people that have disabilities, can they need help, and there's the public transit system is there to help, and the federal government, federal funds fund those programs. Am I am I right so far? Right. Okay. And so these transit companies come to UDOT saying, we want to expand this area of service for this group of people. They apply for a grant through us. We help them get the money to fund those programs. Yeah, it can be both an expansion activity as well as the day-to-day operating costs. So So expanding, like there needs to be a new route or we just don't have an, enough money to, to keep this route going. Yeah. One of the big things um, in, in any program is the initial investment, the capital expense to get a program up and running. Buses are not cheap. You think about your car and it only holds four to five, six yeah. people. Yeah. Now we're talking about these buses and programs like this that are trying to provide these services to low-income, disabled, and senior citizens they don't have the capital money to, or the capital funds to go out and buy these buses and things like that. Through these grant programs that we work on, we can support those activities. We support those groups by helping them secure the funds, procure the funds, you know, make sure that when they go out and they buy something, they they, they do that in a manner that meets federal guidelines. That they're, that they're fiscally responsible back to what the grant stipulations are. Right, right. That's that's really our role is to say, these were the funds that were available. This is the grant. This is what the grant's requirements were. We're here to support you to make sure that you use those money, use that money accordingly. Okay. So we're, we're kind of the, I don't want to say big brother, but we, we, we hold their feet to the fire when it comes to, we've given you money, now you have to... Show us that you've done what what you said you were going to do with it. This is very similar to the projects, the local government funding that we have available to the to any local government that's going to put a new new asphalt on the road. So it's really more about stewardship and the grant money that that the local governments receive, and it's very similar to our roadway projects. When you think each, whether it's a city or a county or a MPO, receives money. They go out and they program their projects. They get federal authorization to process this project. And we have oversight to make sure that they do what they said they were going to do. And that's that stewardship responsibility that's been given to UDOT. It's very similar in the public transit system. Park City wants to go out and buy a bus. We'll use them as the example at first. And it's just because they're a little bit bigger of a system here. they are they're yeah. a pretty big system plus they're pretty close yeah. so most people know what we're talking about or they've been involved in park city they've seen the buses drive around um, park city can go in um, once they received notification that they've received an award for uh, for some form of a, of a match a federal dollars match on a new bus program they can go out they have a system that's large enough that they have their own procurement office they can go through their procurement process they can secure the bus get the bus delivered start the opera- operations and then they submit that information back to UDOT and then we reimburse them our portion our portion of, our of the grant okay right and then there are smaller programs that whether it's they don't have access to a procurement process themselves or sometimes the back to the whole capital funding piece, they don't have the money up front to pay for it, where we actually will help go through that procurement process. And because we're the ones in the driver's seat through that procurement process, when that um, 
piece of equipment rolls in, if it's a bus, for example, when that bus rolls in, they don't have to come up with 100% of that initial procurement cost. We come up with our portion of the match, and then they have to come up with their portion of the match. So this is all part of the grant, too. The grant will say, hey, you need to come up with 30%. We'll do 70, you do 30. Uh, and so they're responsible. Let's say we, we buy the bus for one of these smaller programs. We pay the 70% up front. They have a certain amount of time to pay the 30 and then they get their bus. Right. Okay. Right. And that's some of the services that, that our public transit team offers here. Another thing to note on this program is that w all of our salaries through the public transit team are paid through federal dollars. There's not a state dollar that gets paid for the salaries of our public transit team. When we receive the grant monies, for each one of these programs, there's an administration portion that gets funded for UDOT to to run these programs for us, and that's where that's how our our transit team is funded. So it's kind of cool. You guys are just you're really the middleman between government money, federal government money, and all these smaller municipalities and 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 groups and, and transit groups that need help getting funds to get their systems up off the ground and it's just parts of their systems i want to make i want to make sure that that's clear is we're not we're not out there funding park city we're out there funding programs within park city's transit right specifically and this is the part that makes me so excited because again we, it goes to show where we can help and it is in the low income the disabled and senior um, the code that's the language that it uses that's the group of the citizens that this group or that this group supports that these programs supports and it ends up being around nine million dollars a year is uh, on average that's about the size of our program that's pretty cool it's, it's the people that really need the help it is and that's exciting when you get again back to that why UDOT UDOT helps people and this is an example of an area that Honestly, I was on the fourth floor. They were on the third floor. I had no idea that we had these kind of activities going on. And it's really, it's really exciting to be a part of that. Um, let's talk for a minute. I, I know there, there was a bill passed at the legislature this last year uh, about transit. Uh, and a lot of hubbub, a lot of talk around what that means for us. How does that affect what you guys are doing? It's interesting because it almost doesn't impact us at all. I mean, the, the bill was around supporting project delivery capacity projects. It goes back to cities, local governments have the ability to, with matching funds to take uh, transportation improvement funds and develop uh, capacity projects through their transit programs. But that's not anything that our public transit team supports. So what you're doing isn't going to change? Just... It doesn't change at all for us. This bill doesn't change at all for us. Okay. What's next? What's the, what does the future look like? I mean, we're, we're constantly talking about change and innovation and, and making things better. Uh, from your group's perspective, what's, what's the vision here? How does this get better? So there's a couple of things that we've talked about. Um, one is um, the ability to uh, coordinate all of the different transit areas. I mean, just like every other business, they buy software to run their program and it's independent of, of ours. And so there's a lot of details that has to be manually passed back and forth. Uh, we want to look for ways that we can help streamline that. 
the, you know, the day-to-day -day activities, the things that we need, the information we need, the data we need, as well as formalizing the application process for our users. That's uh, another future what's coming. Um, there's also a lot of discussion around the buses being inter in able to interact with um, and improve the travel within their given corridor back to was it Blaine Leonard's. Yeah, Blaine talked about this on Redwood Road. Right, and how they were able to jump from, I forget what it was, 86 to almost 95% on time by letting the buses starting to interact with that. And as we see in, you know, along the Wasatch Front, if our population doubles in 35 years, and as Carlos has talked about, we're not going to double our program. We've got to find ways that can support these areas. Um, support the future growth of our areas. This is one of those things that UDOT's doing that I see changing in the future. And it's just, yeah, I think that there has to be more of a focus on transit. And um, and I think as people understand these programs are out there, hopefully the more that people understand, the more that they'll actually use these. You know, I'm sure there's lots of people that uh, need bus systems, need transit. Well, um, the elderly that just have no idea that these programs are even out there. And so that's uh, something we need to do better at too, is, is how do we, how do we help more people? These programs are out there. How do we get them in front of more people? Yeah, that's, that is definitely something that we've been talking about as well Is you know, we've got this money that's available and we're, the hard part is we're already not saying yes to everybody. So to go out and solicit more people to participate, that's in some ways that's more no's but it helps us understand what the true need is for for this kind of service. Well, and the more no's you have to get give, right? The, the more power that gives you to go back to the federal government and say, hey, look, we're getting all these applications. There's so much help that needs, that, that, that needs to happen. How do we increase our capacity? That's, How do we help more people? That's correct. Um, Ivan, we, it, it, I don't do this very often, but I think you've got kind of a smaller group uh, you've got some really good team players that have been there for a while, uh, some newer people that have, that have just come into the group. Uh, just who's who's on your group and, and just I kind of wanted to at least let you recognize who's on there just so that uh, as UDOT employees, we understand who we can go to when we've got questions. Thanks, Matt. Um, as I said earlier, I'm actually just starting into this role. So this group gave me the opportunity to be the mouthpiece. Um, and I'd just like to, t to recognize them and their efforts. In fact, I'm going to start off by saying Becky Collins, who's actually sitting right next yeah, to Becky's us. Becky's right here. Hi, Becky. And we've been able to pause and ask questions and make sure that we're saying things correctly. The rest of the team that's not able to be in the room with us right now, we have Tim Boschert, Leanne Abeglin, Michelle Geronimo, and Uday Techie. And that's the public transit team for UDOT. Yeah, it's just a small, it's a small group of people. So it's a small group. They're pretty quiet. They don't go out and shout, Hey, look at the cool stuff we're doing, which They're, is why I wanted to do this. The exact opposite of my group, right? <laughs> a little bit. Yes. <laughs> this was just one thing, one, one other area within UDOT that when we started talking about it as a team, I thought this is so neat. I think that it's exciting for some of the thing for other employees within UDOT and the impacts that we have, we being UDOT employees throughout the state, it's just kind of one of those unknown hidden gems of UDOT. And so that's why why I wanted to come chat with you today on this to say UDOT's a cool place and here's some cool things that we're doing. It is a cool place. And it's funny because, yeah, Ivan did seek me out. I mean, we 
most people, when I start talking about podcast, run away from me. Uh, and Ivan, gosh, it was probably a week or so after you started this job, you said, Matt, we've got to talk about transit. And uh, it is. It's a testament to what your group is doing. Um, but it's also, it's, it's, a, it's a microcosm of what all these other groups at UDOT are doing. We're all doing really cool, amazing things. And, and I think the more we talk about it and the more we 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 communicate with each other we realize like we're all doing really really cool things and this is this small cool little group that um that is out there just to help we're there just to help so ivan thanks for being here becky thanks for sitting alongside and giving us the thumbs up every once in a while uh we're glad you're here guys if you have any questions go ahead and, and you can shoot ivan an email um if you have any questions for ivan or, or, or becky i think it's rebecca collins is what it's on if you look her up uh, on the, her employee um, on the information, but go ahead, shoot them an, an email. Uh, if you have any questions about the public transit program here at UDOT, uh, as always, we're glad you guys were here. We're glad you guys are listening on the other end of this. Uh, as always, we wouldn't be able to do this if we didn't have people listening. So stay tuned, get us uh, ideas. We're always looking for ideas. Uh, shoot them to, to me or Grant. We're at beyond the barrels at utah.gov. And uh, until next time, buckle up, put your cell phones down, and uh, thanks for keeping Utah moving. <laughs>